You're listening to the Calm and Cozy Podcast, a show about rest, finding relief from insomnia, and appreciating sleep as the ultimate act of self-care and self-love. I'm your host, Sleep Coach Beth, author of the Calm and Cozy Book of Sleep, and as a sweet listener once called me, your sleep fairy godmother. So on the podcast with me today, I have Monica LeBaron. Monica went from a life of chronic stress, pain, and insomnia, and found yoga therapy, which changed her life and transformed her sleep. Today, Monica works with women through the healing power of yoga therapy so that they sleep better and have more energy to enjoy life. Monica believes waking up rested should be your reality, not a dream. Monica, thank you for joining me today. I love how you you include that part of yoga therapy because um, not a lot of people know about yoga therapy and it's um, like 90% of my job is just trying to educate people about what yoga therapy is and, you know, try to find all these different ways to tell it so it sticks with people. So No one's come on the podcast yet to talk about this, so... <laughs> So this is very cool to have you on here. So if you can start by just telling us a bit about your journey and how you got started into this. Okay, so I am a business geek. I study business. I was born and raised in Mexico and I studied business. And while I was like, I graduated, started working and then I started my master's. And the day I went to that like, first talk about what is a master's in enroll and all that they're like for your second language your for for you for you to be able to graduate you need a second language and I was born bilingual so Spanish English is how I wanted like something else so I decided that I was going to graduate with Chinese Mm. and when I was in college I went to a trip to China so like I love that you know it's a a school project where you were basically having a class for all year and then by the end of the year you go and do like it was business abroad so it was like really really fun and I love it so I was like okay I'm gonna graduate I'm gonna save money and I'm gonna go back and I made it I hire um, a student agency and I went to China And honestly, like before I left, I had a good job. I had a good paying job. (laughs) I was known in my community. I was teaching. I was um, playing basketball. Like I was doing a little, I actually started doing yoga back then. And I was doing, like I had a system. I had myself that worked. So I went to China and like, you're nothing here (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you don't speak the language. So it was just like, oh, it makes you human again because I have to start all over again. And um, I switched my master's to online. So I was doing my master's while I went to Tsinghua University to study Chinese. And so long story short, I was in China for five years. Like I went, I lived there for two years, went to Sweden, went back to China. And on my fourth year of living there, I, ha- I was like, I started not sleeping well. And then that drew into anxiety. And then um, I was angry, I was tired. And that drew me to depression. 
that I didn't even know I had. <laughs> and I was just like, you know, in that stage that I was living in the 23rd floor and I was like, what if I jump? Like, who's going to care about this? Mm-hmm. And, and then I was like, wait, <laughs> my life is not mine. <laughs> you know, it's part of my family. Like if, if everything that I do affects everybody around me. So then I started looking for help. I started doing um, acupuncture. I would go like every week and I would, you know, read all the books I could like find and all the healing modalities I could find. And then I was just like hooked to that. You know, I wanted to be Saturday so I can go get my relief for my pain in the neck and shoulders and just be able to relax. And then a couple of hours later, I was feeling the same. So I, a friend of mine introduced me to a yoga therapist and I was like, ooh, free yoga. (laughs) And little did I know that that was going to change my life. And it was really interesting because on, on my third session, I remember this childhood memory that I had, like watching something on TV with my dad about yoga. And I was like, wow, one day I want to be a yoga teacher. But it was just something like one day I want to be an astronaut, right? I come from a, um, a big family in a small town in Mexico. So I didn't, I wasn't exposed to a lot of things. So like, I didn't know I can do anything I want, you know? <laughs> and so that third session, I was like, no, I don't want to be a yoga teacher. I want to be what she's doing. I want to be a yoga therapist. Mm-hmm. So that's what drew me to yoga therapy to um, be able to help others and you know, it was just a beautiful path to heal myself as well. Great story. Thank you. Um, and so, yeah, and I'm so glad that you found that you found something that um, was able to to help you. Um, mental health is so important, and we all struggle with so many things, and people struggle so silently. I'm so happy that you were able to bring yourself out of that. So you really specialize in yoga nidra no i've had i've had a guest i think in maybe my first season who who did yoga nidra so it's been quite a while and i really have to say i don't i really don't know much about it so i would love for you to teach me (laughs) and i definitely want to know kind of the difference between between regular yoga and then how yoga can help with sleep specifically I don't know if this is like a very loaded question that's going to take the next hour, <laughs> but we have an hour. If you- yes. <laughs> so there's, um, let me explain, I guess, three things right now. Um, yoga itself can be very healing, right? If you're doing the right type of yoga, it's like food, right? If you're eating the right type of food that your body and your soul need, you're going to feel good. You're going to heal your body. But if you're, getting the wrong type of yoga, the right type of food, it's not going to be that best for you. Your ego might say, yes, this is the best. Do as much as you can go to the edge, you know. But the main difference within yoga and yoga therapy is that with yoga, you basically go to a buffet or you go to a restaurant and you find the menu because the teacher is going to teach the class that is specific for them. And with yoga therapy, you become your own chef. Mm -hmm. You learn how your body works. You learn um, how to listen to it. You learn 
um, different modalities, different things, so you can be your own yoga therapist. And of course, if there's like private sessions with the yoga teacher, it's going to be more adapt to you. But a yoga therapist usually has like a thousand hours more of training and it's training directly with healing and, you know, mental health and all that. So it's a more deep, they call it like the PhD of, of yoga. And then yoga nidra, it's, um, they call the yoga for sleep. And basically yoga nidra works on a subconscious level and the really cool thing about yoga nidra, especially for us that can't sleep or <laughs> work with sleep is that you don't have to move a bone. You just have to listen. And in the, the, if you fall asleep during it, doesn't matter because your subconscious is already getting that. So it's, excuse me, it's um, just like, it works like we start with the body scan and something that is called like the rotation of consciousness. So um, like learning, not learning, like feeling, for example, sensations in your body, which ones feels uh, tension and the opposite, which ones feels more free or warm and cold, you know? So in that part, you're like kind of moving your body, your mind, and it's like being on this deep meditation that it only requires your body to think about it, right? And it's just very interesting. There's like seven levels that we go through as a teacher, but as a student, you all have to do is listen. And I love it. This is the one tool that helped me start sleeping again. And it's super interesting because I started um, listening this with this audio about um, yoga nidra from Jennifer Race. My yoga therapist like recommended it. Like you haven't heard about yoga nidra here. Use this. So I would use it every night, and then after work I would come home, put my legs up into the couch, lay on the ground. And then I would listen to it, put my alarm for one hour and I'll like pass out. So that would help me to release all the stress from work and then be able to be like more fresh when my partner would come back from work. So it wasn't like me screaming or me being angry or me. And the super interesting part is that I've listened to this yoga ninja like a million times. <laughs> and then when I went to yoga teacher training, Jennifer Reyes was my teacher. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh and I did not know that so I got to learn more about it from her uh, from the teacher training but as well and the yoga therapy and um, certification she's a teacher there so she teaches and and now I listen to my own yoga nidra and I can get the effect that I was getting with her so I was like oh it works <laughs> it's interesting that it's still called yoga though because if it's not you know the different poses and that kind of thing it, I think that's what threw me off I guess mm -hmm. was a feeling like okay well it's actually yoga but it's more specific for sleep but it seems like it's maybe a little more like towards a meditation than a yoga I don't know just from how it sounds but not that we have to change the name of it for me just, <laughs> just why not what do you want to call it <laughs> <laughs> So this is the interesting part because 
um, yoga, it's not only the poses, right? That's just one element of all the elements. So if you think about it, that part of meditation, the part of breathing, being there, um, setting an intention, getting gratitude to yourself, like, and the physical part itself is like just laying down, right? And that's like a big shalasana. So like it is, I really don't know like all the details of why I started reading that little book of Yoga Nidra and I can't never go through it. <laughs> it seems like my body wants to practice, not read, but when I get the answer, I'll <laughs> put it back. <laughs> cool. So um, you also have mentioned, there's another word that you use, mudra. Mm -hmm. What is that? Mudra are hands or body gestures. Mm -hmm. um, basically, I work more with the hand gestures just because they're so portable and because I've learned from uh, my teacher, jo Joseph LePage, and he has a wonderful book that is the uh, Mudras for Healing and Transformation, and it's always around me. <laughs> and uh, so basically why yoga mudras are so, so powerful is because there's a lot of um, nerves and like nerve endings. So it's um, motory and sensory in your hands. So basically um, the word mudra means a seal or a gesture. So basically, um, for example, praying, it's a mudra. That's why praying can be like so calming. Mm -hmm. And then each one of the fingers um, represents um, an element, one of your chakras. They work with different parts of your system. So you just start implementing um, the one that most people use is just making a little circle with the thumb and the index finger. And that's, for example, a very, very um, calming, grounding one. So from they can be like very grounding or very energizing. Okay. So from zero to 10. So this is like a level one, that little circle. So that's why... Um, they're included in part of the, the tools for healing. Okay, so those are used often in yoga nidra as well? Um, no, not no. necessarily, but um, Jennifer Reyes, my teacher, uses them, and I try to use them just because it boosts everything that you do. I use them a lot in yoga. Mm -hmm. I use them with my private clients, like oh, this is a very calming one to, you know, just put your, your thumb inside and then cover it with your fingers. And this is a level zero. And like, if you're laying in bed, if you can't fall asleep, you just do that and breathe and just like, it grounds you. So I use it like, oh, I have this problem with anxiety when I go see my mother-in-law. Okay, how about if you try this mudra here? You know, so I try to incorporate different mudras depending on what my client needs. And of course, if that's av uh, available with their hands and their body. That's interesting. Uh, um, I actually was thinking when you mentioned that putting the thumb in your other fingers, it was like interesting that that is a calming thing because it's also the symbol for I'm about to punch you in the face. But you usually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but does it no usually your thumb would be on the outside right yeah yeah that's that's <laughs> the difference I'm just thinking I'm just used to putting them inside 
that that's why I was thinking yeah. like no, that, that was the first thing I thought of which just shows that I have a lot to learn about all of this <laughs> <laughs> but you know like for example this mudra that you put your uh, thumb your index and your middle finger together and then the, right. the rest inside you know like you say like are you asking for money right <laughs> and this is a mudra for abundance okay yeah so it makes a lot of sense. Like think about like just interlacing your hands um, and then put them in, in front of your stomach. Mm-hmm. Usually we do that um, as a sign of just like listening to somebody. And this is a mudra for trust. Mm-hmm. So it's just like your body has already doing all these things. But and, and we just pay attention and like, oh, they have a name. But usually your body is telling you to sit somewhere. Your body's telling you to. Um, stretch you know there's a lot of things that the body asks for it and you feel like oh I'm just stretching no your body's asking for it (laughs) so same thing with the hands and the mudras it's cool because our bodies know a lot more than we do but the fact that our body's already doing these things we're like oh now it's just like my brain is catching up with the rest of my body that already knows how to do these things right yes now I know the official name for it I would love to I'm not going to make you talk about yoga nidra the whole time, but I'm very <laughs> intrigued by it. No, Ryan. ask. Can you tell me what a yoga nidra class would look like? Okay. So my only experience taking yoga nidra classes are in my school, Kripalu, with Jennifer, Jennifer Race. I don't teach a full class. Um, I just teach a regular class. And then I add a longer shavasana. So my shavasanas are 15 minutes at least. And I um, guide a yoga nidra in them. But I can tell you how it is. Like what she does is that she explains. And then she just guides you. Like basically she tells you like literally say hi to your neighbor because you're sleeping together. (laughs) Like all of us are sleeping together. Like then just yeah, that's the part of laughing and making a joke and making right. people comfortable, right? So you get a lot of blankets, you get your mat, you get comfy, and then you just if it feels comfortable, you close your eyes and then you it starts guiding it. Um just like like a meditation itself, but it just like has a more a specific route to take you so you're able to release tension release stress and usually you hear of somebody snoring next to you and <laughs> you know like that felt like 10 minutes and it was a whole hour so it goes a little bit like stretching a little then you do a, a long full 40 minutes chavasana and then at the end um, you do a little bit more stretch because it's important to as a teacher to you know wake up the students before they drive home or before they're walking to the other room or something like that so it's that part of do wake them up a little but is for example if this class is in the evening of course you don't want them to wake up so they're gonna just go in there and get in bed right. so yeah that's okay. so it's basically like <laughs> a more intellectual relaxing version of like a kindergarten nap time I love that yes (laughs) (laughs) because I'm thinking like we get to lie down and be cozy and fall asleep with a bunch of other people in the room with you (laughs) most people's memories of nap time in school (laughs) is a good memory so 
But I also, I wonder if I would have a hard time falling asleep with so many other people around me because I'm, I really need to feel, when I say safe, I don't mean like I need to feel safe so that I know that someone's not going to hurt me. It's just that I'm always aware of someone might walk in or someone might this or something like I might Mm -hmm. get busted. Someone might figure out I'm sleeping when I shouldn't be. So I guess, Yeah. yeah, really like the teacher really has to make sure that you feel that you're safe to fall asleep and that you're actually supposed to actually you you're not supposed to fall asleep you're not supposed to fall asleep. no oh man okay but like no. we like we give permission to fall asleep like the okay. main thing about yoga nidra is not to fall asleep but with what i do like of course i give permission to fall asleep because you know i use it as a yoga nidra nap in um, at noon or okay in the evening when like I'm gonna have go out with friends and I've been working all day and I feel tired I just have a yoga nidra or I'm working um or sometimes like in the morning when I slept really bad I just put my yoga nidra and have an extra 20 minutes and then I just feel more energized in the morning so I usually the idea is not to fall asleep but if your body's so tired that wants to fall asleep and wants that rest like I I encourage it like I don't think my teachers will be really happy but yeah like it depends on what your body needs so it's not exactly you need to fall asleep but of course that's part of making safe a a class and you tell you you're guiding that the doors are going to be closed I'll be walking around you know so you start guiding all that so people feel safe in every sense because you don't know what the client or the student is coming in with there's trauma there's emotions everything like that in especially like when classes like this are usually a little bit bigger just because you don't have to move a lot and I think part of it is that you know, the voice of the teacher that's very soothing and calming, of course, like just by walking in, it's like, "Mm, I can feel that. But yeah, it's very important to feel safe. And, and you can do it like sitting down as well. Right. I'm glad I asked all these things, because I still obviously have no idea. So I have a free yoga nidra in my on my website. I encourage you to download it. And this is a 10 minute yoga nidra. So basically you can use it like before bed or you know when you feel if you're feeling a little anxious or angry or whatever, like that's a really way good way to to calm down and just so your body kind of starts noticing or you know, just like you have to practice a little. Sometimes I get a lot of reviews that people like in the first thing they get the super calm, but sometimes your body is resistant to it. So just like listen it to two or three times before you get like the results. So you have this free, you said 10 minute yoga nidra meditation. So I could actually, and listeners can actually lie in bed, get ready to fall asleep, listen to this and it's okay if they fall asleep. yes we encourage it yes 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 and then sometimes um you won't fall asleep when you put it like one time and if you repeat it even if it's five times your body is getting that rest and I know like part of what you wrote in your book is like focusing on on rest right so this is what happens because you're laying down on on the dark you're cozy and then you just focus on listening breathing and then resting 
And, but they say that 20 minutes of yoga nidra equals of three hours of rest. So just imagine like, okay, I can't sleep, but I listened to this three or four times. Of course, that was going to bring way more benefits than just listening to the news or just music. That is very cool. Yes. And you are a big self-care advocate as well, right? Yeah. Do you have a tip for relaxing racing thoughts, a technique? I don't know. I was trying to make conversation. I can think of like <laughs> 10 just right now. <laughs> but what I, what I tell my clients all the time is that falling asleep doesn't start when you put your head on the pillow, right? It starts in the morning. So one of the things that I recommend is just getting that sun in the morning, even if it's just a five minute walk. And you just try to increase it little by little. Like um, I started um, last September walking with my mom and we would walk like 20 minutes and then 30 minutes. And then little by little, we're walking 15 minutes every like five times a week now. And just that bringing that sun into your eyes, it helps to produce melatonin at night, you know, first of all. And then what I recommend is morning pages. I don't know if you heard it from Julia Cameron. So I recommend writing in the morning. So that helps to get all like the crap out of your brain. <laughs> and at night, it's going to be little, little by little, it's going to be less of those rising thoughts. And of course, that's like a long term um, solution. But for, um, for at night itself. So um, one of the tools that I invented, <laughs> it's called This is How It Feels. Okay. So it's just a phrase you tell yourself, um, basically in the middle of the night. Oh, this is how it feels when my thoughts are starting to race. This is how it feels when I'm frustrated. This is how it feels when I'm angry with my partner and I still have to be here <laughs> or whatever it is. You know, you may, we make from something little small, we make a big snowball. And so by saying this phrase, you're giving yourself permission to feel. You're giving yourself permission to feel whatever you're feeling, to be present. And usually that makes it stop just because you're not trying to control it like a little kid, like, hey, you can't have ice cream now. I want ice cream. <laughs> so that those thoughts, that's basically, we call it the manomaya kosha. So it's like the psycho-emotional level of our being. And that's like a three-year-old making a tantrum. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, this is how it feels to you know, feel anxious or whatever you're feeling. And that just releases a lot. So I, I really like that tool and it works really good with my clients. I, I just find it fascinating that they use it and it works. <laughs> Because it's something I came up um, when walking in my hometown after 10 years of not living here. And I was just like, oh, this is how it feels to be that old lady coming back to her <laughs> hometown. And, you know, I'm not thinking I'm I don't think I'm old when I was. But when I was 10, I thought my cousins were old. So I was like, you know, that reference. And as well, um, 
I've learned this from Don Miguel Ruiz. It's uh, just like saying the word stop. And that literally makes your brain stop. And then you can transform that into a positive affirmation. Hmm. For example, if you're laying in bed and thinking, oh, I have to wake up in the morning and I'm so tired and how I'm going to do that. It's just like stop and then breathe and say, everything's going to be fine. Hmm. You know, or I am calm, I am happy, I am rested. And then another one that works really good is just like, you know, people focus on breathing and the box, the breathe box. I find that when it's too much, it gives people and myself more anxiety. So just try to keep it like low, low key. And basically one, either just put your hands in your belly and just see how it inflates and exhales. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can just like count, for example, you inhale one, let's do it right now. Exhale two, inhale three, exhale four, inhale five, exhale six. Inhale seven, exhale eight, inhale nine, exhale ten, and then you start all over. And if you forget what number you're on, you can either start from the beginning or pick a number. (laughs) No. 24. Yes. Those are all great because they're simple to do. And I think sometimes that we think, oh, that's too easy. That's not going to work. But I always find the simplest things are the ones that work the best. Yeah. What what I tell my clients all the time is like, whatever works, use it. You know, (laughs) like why you want to complicate yourself. If this works really good, like why, you know, and that's part of uh, what I try to do, just like simplify the wellness and simplify it sleep for for my clients and one of the one of the tools that I one of the things that I tell them is like usually we have the answer right here like just in front of us but we just make like a big old scribble all over and then boom we go to there like we complicate ourselves because life is not complicated life is simple <laughs> but it's just that human um you know, society told us that you have to work more, you have to be busy to be able to be worth it. And that's not true. <laughs> but thank God we have people like you and me reminding <laughs> others. Thank God we're here. <laughs> Making the world a better place one day at a time. <laughs> one mudra at a time. <laughs> now that I know what that means, I can use one. <laughs> Yeah. So I, this week I, I, I had my first session of my sleep simplify six week coaching program. So I have this program that um, it goes on for six weeks and each week we, um, we go into a a Zoom session and basically they have the recorded materials, they go through it. And then I kind of teach tools here and there. So in this um, time, the ones that took the course on October, were able to come back and I was just like amazed with the results because and we're talking about simplicity right because since the beginning I tell them you're going to be acceptable that this is not going to work 
but try it. I tell all my clients, like, together, we can just only do 20%. The rest is all yours, you know. We can be the best therapists. We can have the most expensive and sophisticated tools. But if the client doesn't want to sleep better, doesn't want to incorporate it, nothing's going to happen. So true. Okay, so you have your free meditation. Yes. Sleep Simplified program that is running right now. Tell people where they can find you, where they can get freebies, how, the, yeah, how they can work with you. So you can find me on my website. It's monicalebaron.com. And so my Instagram is monica.le.baron. So like my last name, but separate with dots. And the free yoga nidra, it's a 20 minute, I mean, 10 minute yoga nidra you can download to use it offline. Um, and then in there, it has the links for the other free yoga majors. Once you sign in, you'll get an email and you'll get like access to the 20 minute one. And, you know, I'm doing a lot of um, live sessions in Insight Timer. So if you don't know about Insight Timer, <laughs> so the apps of the apps to have for um, meditation, yoga, and just like consciousness and mindfulness. Um, my sleep simplified program will come back in April so if you're in my freebie you get information about that and there's also on my website um, info so you can get on the wait list it's coming back in April and then this month I'm gonna have a mini course it's a stress management so your audience will get a 30% off just by using your beautiful name and what I, what I do with my programs is basically create, help you create your own secret recipe. So we talked about food and how yoga um, is related to that. And, you know, you just add another tool. That's another ingredient that you get to try. Like the same thing happens with every day in your life. You need something different in the morning. When you're sick, you need something different than when you're super happy and your family's around. So what I do is work together with my client and guide them step by step. So they're not like, you know, they have a second brain. They're like, am I doing this right? But usually when um, people get the tools, not only they implement it, they implement it faster, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like um, one of the things that I do with my clients. And I, I do one-on-ones on privately as well, like on Zoom. And just like every time, it's just easier for me to be able to help somebody align their hip, you know, because <laughs> that's the pain that it's uh, causing them to be awake at night, you know. So I specialize in a neuromuscular balance technique from one of my teachers, Lee Albert. You also have a Facebook community, is that? Yes, I do. Um, I actually just changed the name so like for me to, but I'll send you the link so you can put it in the notes. Um, and it is on my website as well. Okay. Well, thank you. That was so interesting. There was a lot of good stuff there and cool to have you on here. Thank you. You are so welcome. So everybody check out MonicaLeBaron.com. You get all the goods. You get some more Monica in your life.